Welcome back to the past and present. Today, we're going to investigate the mysterious origins of the welfare state. What does it truly mean? Does it mean healthcare, food, services for all citizens? Perhaps it's just an ego boost for those of the elites, just as American economist Thomas Sowell said. Today, I'll be discussing the welfare state and its many key figures and influence across different times and cultures. And stick around to the very end for a very special segment with a very special guest. So, just in case you haven't grasped it by now, the topic of today is the welfare state. And yes, it is the the word you'll probably hear the most in this whole entire podcast. Warning, it might be ever so slightly infuriating. The welfare state is a system by which the government provides a range of free services to people who need them. For example, medical care for all citizens, money for people without employment, senior pensions, and etc. Welfare states are all over the world, and some of the earliest examples can be dated back to ancient times. Now with that out of the way... Let's get into today's podcast. If we go back to ancient India and specifically look at the Marua dynasty, there are quite a few names, but the one we're going to be looking at today is Ashoka. Now, you might be thinking, how does this ancient Indian dynasty have anything to do with the welfare state? Well, I'm just about to tell you. For 36 years, across the Indian subcontinent, Ashoka the Great ruled ruthlessly, taking all names that stood in his path. After the Battle of a Lifetime, slaying more than 150,000 collectively, instead of feeling victorious, proud, and happy, instead, Ashoka felt remorse, disgust, and almost a sense of disappointment. Some historians say that this was a turning point, from a brutal warlord to a leader who cared for his people. I will change. I will no longer be known as the evil Ashoka, but Ashoka the angel, he quoted. I think this quote is quite significant, as it shows some self-reflection, a moral turning point, for Ashoka had taken a grasp on his need for power and started to shape into the Ashoka we know today. And while he still wasn't the most peaceful of people, he was still a brutal warlord on a conquest for domination, but he did somewhat care for his people. This welfare was not based on materials as such, but more on moral welfare, basing his entire system of the teaching of Siddhartha Gautama. Amidst the tens of thousands of names of monarchs that crowd the columns of history, their majesties and graciousness, and serenities and royal highnesses, and the like, the name of Ashoka shines and shines, almost alone, a star. H.G. Wells quotes this in the Outline of History, which is a book Wells wrote. And while the first modern welfare state could have been tracked down to 1850, Ashoka clearly played a huge role in the history of welfare state. His teaching influenced people in all of the Indian subcontinent. Today, we have a very special guest. Everybody welcome Ashoka the Great. Just kidding. Come on, you're at home listening to a podcast. This is pre-recorded. What do you expect? Anyway, get in here, Ashoka.
Thank you for having me today. It's my pleasure. So, Mr. Ashoka, what sent you on your path of welfare? Well, it really wasn't. Just a moment where I clicked, but it built over time. I was kind of an epic warlord, and I still am, don't get me wrong. But after an enormous battle, I realized that maybe my people do need some care. This is when I turned to Buddhism. I based my welfare on the moral characteristics of the Buddha. Wow, that is really inspiring. It was great to have you on the show. Ah, the Roman Empire, a highly intelligent civilization that by now I bet you've heard a lot about. Some of the smartest people originated from the Roman Empire. In fact, most of our everyday life could be tracked down to Rome. For example, the welfare state. If we look at today's welfare state, a lot of its a lot of its characteristics directly resemble the Roman welfare, such as support f- for those who are unemployed, healthcare, and pensions. I personally think this was a crucial turning point for society, as we'll see later on in the podcast. The Roman welfare state was first introduced by none other than Augustus, the first Roman emperor. The welfare state provided took the form of the cura anone, or the grain dog. It provided grain for citizens who couldn't afford to pay food for each month. You can clearly see a link to modern welfare states. Talking about modern welfare states, let's go to the present welfare state of Australia. The Australian welfare state is very controversial. Some people support it, some people oppose it. I personally think is a very beneficial system. The Australian welfare state was introduced in the early 1900s, and within a few years we can see many resembling characteristics of the welfare state we know today. The Australian welfare state provides free health care in the form of Medicare. It also provides education by government-funded schools and delivers pensions to seniors above 67 years old. As you can see here, many of the other characteristics from former welfare states have attributed to today's society, such as housing, healthcare, pensions for the unemployed, and for seniors, and education for all. This is just another example of how welfare states have influenced our world as a collective. Whether it's ancient India, the Roman Empire, or current welfare state, we can clearly see how it has benefited our society and our world in general. And to be honest, I don't think we'd be as far as we are today without them. So, this podcast is coming to an end, and I hope you had just as much fun listening to it as I did recording it. With that said and done, I'll see you in the next episode, where I discuss the mysterious origins of communism.